0: Hi, I'm Jake. And I'm Callum. Welcome to another episode of 1001 Film Podercy. This week we'll be delving into the dark and comical world of an American werewolf in London. A film that's become a cult classic among horror fans. We'll be exploring its iconic special effects, memorable performances and unique blend of comedy and horror. We'll also continue with our top three segment where we will discuss our picks for seemingly innocent trips away that in one way or another go terribly wrong. Right then, Callum. Top three trips gone wrong. How have you categorised it?
1: I don't know. I think I've just gone for three films I like, really, Um, that I just want to talk about. uh, Where things
0: go wrong, I'm assuming. Where
1: things go wrong, yeah. I I think they all sort of count as horrors. I think horror is pretty much the the main genre where this happens, isn't it, really?
0: It is a go-to. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely a go-to. I've started at my number three is actually not, but I thought I'll start with this one just to give it a bit of more diversity. Um, right then, so my number three is a film that is um, very popular um, okay. when it came out. I think it's the highest grossing comedy movie of all time, ah. The Hangover. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, it's it's ultimately a stag do away to Las Vegas, and they lose the stag. So um, it can't go much worse than that. Um, they basically did three films with the same exact same premise. I don't know how they got away with that.
1: Yeah, they, they progressively got worse, I think. I, I can't even yeah. remember what happens in the third one other than a horrible scene with a giraffe getting his head chopped off. That's all yeah. I remember.
0: I think the second one was was all right, to be fair.
1: Yeah, the second one was all right, The Little Monkey.
0: Um, when it came out, though, I think it was... I, I absolutely loved this film, especially the first one.
1: Yeah, the first one's a classic. I I watched it all the time. I even got um, a T-shirt with a little baby on. Do you remember? You, that, did. Yeah, <laughs> you did.
0: Yeah, you um, did. But yeah, so I think that's... that's uh, a good pick, really, um, for something that, again, innocently starts um, with a stag do away. So oh, yeah, Alan a spikes them all. There you go, and then they can't remember what happens Can't remember. When they and wake up and hijinks ensue. Yeah, they, into, yeah. Yeah, so, a bit yeah, bit like Memento. They have to retrace their steps. To it sort is pretty of, much, yeah, um, yeah.
1: It's a very good uh, premise. I'm surprised it wasn't thought of before, that to be honest.
0: Yeah, um, and it was done plenty of times after by the same people.
1: Oh yeah, comedies are the other one. It's the only horrors and comedies I could really think of when doing this top three. So they're the two that really go for this type of thing to happen.
0: Yeah, like it's a, a night gone wrong or a yeah, holiday. Yeah, because think- things going wrong is either horrible. Or Horrible funny. Or funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't right. do it any other way. You can't fall in love when it's going wrong, can you?
1: Um, so as I said, I've rated mine in order of how much I like the film, but I'd say my number three is probably the situation I'd least like to be in. Um, and that film is The Descent. Do you remember? Was it me? No, Did we watch I don't think together?
0: I've seen that. Uh, go well, on, do, try and rejog my memory, but I don't recognise it by the name.
1: Well, it's about a group of uh, friends that go on like a caving expedition um there's a woman called sarah who's the main character really and she's grieving because right at the beginning you see her child and her husband die in a car crash um so that happens and then mm. a few i think it's a few months later or years like she goes caving with her friends and they they seem to be having a grand old time until they become trapped in a narrow part of the cave uh which is enough to make me feel ill because uh, i'm claustrophobic yeah. uh,
0: it's, ringing, it's ringing bells this i swear we watched it and then but i can't i have watched it a- a documentary about do you know those football football. Oh too, yeah, but, the, yeah, I've yeah. Watched a documentary about that, so maybe I'm getting confused.
1: Well, it's, it's nothing like that because then after they get trapped, um they've realised they're not alone.
0: There's some creatures down there. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah, I definitely was there. Yeah, oh, right, like, <laughs> golem-like creatures.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd i hate to be in the situation, and I've watched loads of YouTube videos of people getting stuck in caves. Like the, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Nutty Putty Cave, which is no. quite horrible. Well, a man got stuck there. Um, look it up, you'll feel ill. Okay. But that, that's enough <laughs> to put me off, let alone getting hunted by mental uh, beings. When me and Max watched films regularly, we used to just look at each other and mutter, kill yourself, when the films we watched sort of preve- presented horrific situations, <laughs> just because that seemed like the most reasonable <laughs> option, really. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was—I think this is definitely when we said that, that we, uh, at some point, "Man, you know, just kill yourself, just get get out of it by doing that." He didn't
2: want to climb like that before. <gasps> I told you, I saw someone that was not a human being. Screw this. Let's take our chance and pick a tunnel. Move.
0: Um, my number two then is a bit of a cop out because I watched it last night for the first time, <sighs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Do I? Yeah, a group of friends go stay in a cabin. Ah, yes. Things go horrendously wrong. It's it's typical sort of horror, but it's done quite well. Evil Dead. Yeah, classic. Um, yeah. I, I'd never seen it before um, and saw a clip of, I think it was Evil Dead 2, and I thought that looks pretty good, so I need to watch it, but obviously you need to watch the first one. But anyway, this, a group of friends go in a the cabin. Um, they unearth... A book with made of human flesh um and basically they all get like one by one they all become possessed by demons and it it's very gory um, yeah very graphic um and there's a guy's name ash ash
1: is the main guy yeah yeah
0: and he doesn't get possessed somehow why doesn't he get possessed because he's a legend oh he's a, just a legend yeah know. he is yeah but yeah no that that i, I really like that film um and I will be watching Evil Dead 2, maybe tonight, later that's on. That's good, I right like there. that one, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, you told me, uh, on uh, just on Facebook Messenger, that you were scared. Oh, I was terrified. The, the eyes on the on the demons are scary. Like, they're like weird paper mache eyes. Well, that's what the one
0: kept on saying. Well, what's happened to her eyes? What's happened to her no, eyes? No, it's I was, horrible. I was thinking, yeah, what has happened to her eyes? <laughs> and then there's the one that's Ash's girlfriend, and she's just sort of sat there with her legs crossed, like, just laughing. I
1: know it's horrible. Honestly,
0: like a child, it's really freaky. I think they—they they definitely. I feel like they had me in mind when they made that film because it. All yeah. the spooky bits seem tailor-made for me.
1: Yeah, because it was made on a really low budget, wasn't it? Because it was Sam Raimi's one of his first films with his mates, basically. So
0: it was it, twenty-one. We directed it.
1: Uh, depressing. Yeah, uh, like what we're doing yeah I remember it's it's like a film loads of people cite as the film that made f- made people think that they could make films basically I think Edgar Wright said
0: that that was one of his big influences also I, is it like one of the first cabin in the woods sort of films not literally the cabin in the woods film but I mean yeah, film about cabins and kids go in there
1: yeah probably I can't think of many more
2: why have you disturbed our sleep us from our ancient slumber. You will die like the others before you. One
1: by one we will take you. So my number two is similar to the Descent in a way, uh, because it's a film about dealing with grief in an extreme way, basically. Um, and that's Midsommar. On summer, film. however you want to say it. I mean, I
0: love that film, but I hate that film.
1: Yeah, that's the usual reaction, isn't it? It's, it is a bit mental. It just creeps me out, really, this film. Um, the director is called Ari Aster, isn't he? And he also did Hereditary. So, And he's got a new film coming out that's out now in America, I think, called Bo is Afraid, which I'm looking forward to. Um, but he's just, I, I'd say he's really good at intensifying scenes to, like, an excruciating level. So I feel like my breathing became irregular during some of the scenes as I was watching this. Um yeah. So I'll just go through what it's about briefly. It's just about a group of friends who visit Sweden to experience like a traditional festival. Um, And there's a couple in the group, um, and Christian, the the male (coughs) part of the couple, was about to break up with Danny, but then obviously tragedy struck, and he felt obliged to stay with her. Um, But that's awful enough. But then when they get to Sweden, it gets a bit just really bizarre, doesn't it, really? So there's people jumping off cliffs. Oh, Uh, I, I absolutely hate that scene. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, orgies, mutilation, it's just mental. Is there a big bear? There is a big bear. There's a big bear on the paintings and throughout, really. and it's weird. There's, yeah. a, there's
0: all sorts of Easter eggs in this film, which is what I like. I watched so many YouTube videos about it. I um, I, I saw that film once, but it just came out while I was watching the cinema. Um, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good film, but I don't think I could ever watch it again just because I remember... I don't know. I, I, it really freaked me out. I think that, yeah. It was a really good horror film. It was well, a psychological thriller or whatever. But it was it was horrible. It was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, it did it its it, it did its duty of scaring the bejeebas out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that, that Ari Aster, I think every one of his films I could only probably watch once so far. Hereditary is the same. I don't think I could ever watch that again.
0: Yeah, I it think takes I've seen a lot. Long... A couple of times. uh um, oh, But no, yeah. Again, that's that's extremely. Creepy, it's
1: a it? it's a difficult. It's like doing a workout. or something, watching his films, I think it's just, they're just meant to You have to really like sort of prepare yourself. Like, yeah. Our friend rewatched her registry, didn't they, Adam? And the, yeah.
0: he was it's having to sorry. psych himself up yeah. to do it. Um, I, th- I think. I, what did you say? His name was the director Ariaster. I think based on those two films, he's probably sort of the the current sort of horror guy, isn't he? Do you know, he's like,
1: like he's one of the guys, isn't he? It's him. Probably Robert Eggers who did The Lighthouse and The Witch and stuff. Uh, Jordan Peel's one of them, I'd say as well. They're like sort of the big three.
0: But, but I, think, as- I, I thought Midsummer and Hereditary were, yeah. Horrible. Like you say, they're two films and they came out within a couple of years each of each other, and they were both terrifying. <laughs>
1: have you Have you seen any of his short films as well? No. They're one of them is has just stayed with me ever since I've seen it. It's just ridiculous. It's something about something wrong with the johnsons it's meet the johnsons or something it's called
0: might give that one a miss
1: yeah i would but <laughs> when, when i went to see midsummer i was with three other people and we all had like different reactions to it like i really liked it I think one like of those...
0: <laughs> the see no evil here no evil it wasn't it yeah. one, <laughs> one, of, one
1: of them fell asleep one of them hated it and one of them thought it was all right
0: and i loved it very strange florence pew's good in that though yeah she's I very good florence at looking Pugh. really upset
1: yeah she's crying throughout 80 percent of this she's film, got a very say. good
0: very good quivering lip
1: yeah she's known for that frown isn't she i think yeah. there's a whole like twitter page dedicated to her frown
0: yeah it's good thongs. um i appreciate it um was that your number two then was it
1: i appreciate
0: you i appreciate <laughs> i like you too a bit. <laughs> in a that while. was
1: my number two yeah i've got one yeah. more after this you've got one more coming up right now
0: so my number one, then, um, is a film that a lot of people say that Midsummer is sort of influenced on. Um, and you can see the similarities with it, to be fair.
1: Yeah, Big Daddy um, starring Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly Daddy. the same. Exactly the same. Um, I'm just repeating it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my number one, then, is um, The Wicker Man. Not the bloody daft Nicolas Cage one. I'm not talking about that one. Um, I'm talking about the... I, I don't even know who's in it, actually, but I know Chris Philly's obviously in it. Um, Chris
1: and the... What's the main guy called? The police? And he's in Hot Fuzz as well.
0: I don't know. I'm not going to know that. I should should have probably looked it up before I did this, but... It doesn't matter. Um, the Wicker Man was one of them films where I... When I originally wanted to start sort of go from watching giddy action films when I was about 14, 15 to watching some actually good films, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I remember The Wicker Man being maybe the, like one of the first ones I watched. Um, and it was quite a dive. I won't
1: lie. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit mental, especially that scene where he's listening in to the yeah. hotel. Yeah, the, the it's very room. strange.
0: So it's basically a police officer who lives, uh, I think it's based in Scotland. Um, and he, he's called off to like a small island uh, off the shore because a little girl's gone missing. Uh, and once he gets there, Um, to investigate the little girl um, who we're missing. Everybody's just pretending this girl doesn't exist sort of thing. Um, And the more he investigates, the more he starts to realise that this whole island is part of one big cult. Yeah. Um, Weird. And they needed a sacrifice. Um, And I won't ruin it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the Nick Cage one, don't bother. If you're going to watch it, go with the original.
1: I don't know, I, I'd watch the Nicolas Cage one just because he's in it and he's funny. I no, think, I, maybe I, just watch the best scenes that he's in, just type in all Nicolas Cage scenes and Wicker Man on just YouTube. Just
0: watch the bees bit. But there's there's a scene at the end of this film and it is a bit of a spoiler, actually. Do we do we care about spoilers?
1: Nah, just, well, it, we, Jake's about to spoil the Wicker Man, so stop yeah, listening.
0: Yeah, turn it off if you, yeah. Basically, <laughs> the police officer, The it, it was all a trap um so he can they can sacrifice him and the way they sacrifice him is got this massive big wicker man uh on the edge of a cliff um and then they they lock him in it and set it on fire yeah um but there's a scene where he first sees the wicker man um and I can't remember what he says now but just like the look of shock on his face and just his voice it just sounds like it just sounds like one of those old fashioned sort of british actors yeah. i can't describe it do you know what i mean like a stage actor yeah, um, quivering. Like, yeah, yeah, and it, it is, yeah, and it's just, it just sounds great in it. I really like that scene.
1: My number one is quite a, not not a massive film at all, really. You've heard of it because it's in your watch list, and I think i talked about it to you. Um, it's called All My Friends Hate Me. Do you remember that one? Oh, it yeah. It's only from a year or two ago.
0: Yeah, with the fellow from Cardinal Burns in it.
1: Correct, um, who looks like you a bit. Not as much as others, um, but yeah. But I'd say All My Friends Hate Me is one of the most cringe-inducing, um, uncomfortable films I've ever seen. It's about uh, a man called Pete who meets up with his old friends from university in an old English manor for his birthday weekend. Um, and each one of his friends seems a bit off with him. Or is it all in his head? Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I hate this word, but it, um, this film completely gaslights the viewers, I'd say. Um, and I had no idea what was real and what was fake. Um, and it does a great job of putting you in Pete's shoes. And every passive-aggressive little comment or seemingly playful jab is like the worst thing to ever happen, basically. And he just becomes extremely panicked throughout the weekend. It's so mental. It does he
0: become like quite paranoid in it?
1: Yeah, like ridiculously paranoid. He thinks they want to kill him and things. <laughs> it's mental. It is insane. Um, I definitely I definitely do want to see that. It's really good. I really, I didn't expect it. I thought you know, it would be just a classic. Yeah, it was a pretty good film. But I really,
0: really liked it. I don't it know. It's, when it came out, it seemed a bit like a B-movie sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> A little
1: bit It's just I don't know how to describe it really I could imagine it as a Being on Channel 4 As like a, a three part Sort of comedy yeah. Sort of dark comedy Is it Film 4? Might be It's that type of thing or I mean, It might yeah. be BFI Or something like that But it is really good um, I just remember wincing Just Consistently And clawing my leg Out of embarrassment Oh dear uh,
0: Excuse me Sorry I'm, I don't suppose you know where Cleve Hill Manor is Do you? I do Yeah Could, sorry, and could you tell me where it is? I can, yeah. <laughs> oh, good one. You got me. Sorry. Couldn't resist. <laughs> so, this, usually, we ask people um, to, to help us uh, and see what their. Um, Pixar as well, um, but we thought we were pestering people <laughs> a little bit, so instead we just put a tweet out <laughs> yeah. um, asking people to message us. Um, so we didn't actually get any replies until about five minutes before we started recording, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> um, which was lucky, um, and it's from uh, Diabolical, um, and they've said the the Mitchells versus the Machines, uh, it's got to be one of the iffiest yeah. trips um, although it does sort of work I, out at the end, I've not seen it. Have you?
1: No, I've heard of it. It looks good. Uh, apparently, yeah, it got a lot of. I saw it on Letterboxd Loads. Like people said that the main character should have a letterbox because I think the main character really likes films. It's like a um, animated film. It looks really good. It's on Netflix. I will watch it.
0: Oh, fair enough. There you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give that a watch. Um, they also said Dumb and Dumber. Yeah,
1: that is. So it does. Yeah, it does go wrong for the guys, really, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> those um, boys. I haven't seen that for a very long time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't really remember what happens.
1: Well, for years, my voicemail was me and my brother singing the, the mockingbird oh, yeah. song. Yeah, <laughs> for for yeah. some reason, at <laughs> one time, my driving instructor tried to ring me and obviously didn't get through and heard it and then brought it up on a driving lesson. It was. I went very <laughs> red. I had to delete it as soon as I got home.
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and they also said total recall. Um, but they just said it in a way. So, um,
1: yeah, I guess he's, yeah,
0: gets transported
1: over there. I don't know, I've never seen it. That's <laughs> <I'm laughs> pretending I've seen it.
0: <laughs> but anyway, well, th- thanks anyway for, for responding. Um, yeah,
1: but, but do appreciate that because we had nothing. Yeah, we had yeah. nothing,
0: yeah, we had nothing other, thank other you. than that. pretty <laughs> yeah, much, yeah, definitely. Um, 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 I do, do you have Honourable Mench? Uh, no, oh, yeah, sorry, when you said about the descent. Yes. Um, I was going to say about Barbarian. Um, oh, yeah. Um, which yeah. is quite similar. Obviously, she, uh, the, the girl, and that girl. She's got a job interview. She goes to an Airbnb, but there's already someone there, um, and it's fucking Pennywise the clown that's living.
1: Oh in- shit!
0: <laughs> Bill Skarsgård. Um, and then for a long time, you're thinking, sort of, oh, hang on. He yeah it sets it
1: up like yeah the opening it's very classic horror like, yeah it is he's not meant to be there and things like that and then things we won't spoil it yeah we won't we'll spoil
0: it. it's, it's still relatively new that one isn't it I mean if you really if you don't do. know what happens in the Wicker Man by now then he's yeah. 50 years old for crying out loud <laughs> um, but yeah Barbarian is pretty new so we won't spoil that one but anyway mm-hmm. have you got any honourable mentions sorry
1: i got loads oh Christ I'll just reel them off I'll, I'll, I'll brief I won't go into detail Antichrist, Willem Defoe, Charlotte Gainsbourg, go to the woods after their sun dies. Mental, there's a talking fox. Sightseers, <laughs> comedy by Ben Wheatley, Brummy people, just killing loads of people. Pretty, pretty good. Deliverance, that was the classic one. My dad said I should pick Deliverance. Yeah. Um, I didn't, sorry, Dad. Um, but you know what happens with that? Terrible things to a big fella. Mm. Um, Sideways, that's more of a comedy. And in the end, that one turns out all right, from what I remember. Um, Infinity Pool is a film I watched the other day. That's mental. Mia Gough is insane in that film. Um, about a guy who just goes abroad with his wife and then starts getting involved with all these rich, mental people. Uh, spring Breakers, that's the one with all the Disney stars and James Franco going mad on Spring Break, shooting up places and all that, if you remember that film. Yeah. Speak No Evil was one that came out the other year. Um, it's about this couple who goes away, meets this other couple, then the couple they meet invite them to their house and then things start getting a bit re- just mental again. I keep use the word mental, but they all, they all seem to get mental and then funny games. The I think, I think I mentioned funny games before. I've only seen the remake, which probably will get me shunned, but, um, basically a couple go to their holiday home and then this, these two horrible lads just show up and start sort of tormenting them. Um, and they they really are like the one, because I nearly brought them, as, brought them up as my villains the other week, because they're oh, horrible yes. and funny games, just the way they are. They're just like, no, they just don't give a shit about
0: anyone's sort of well-being. Yeah. Horrible little brats, I'd call them. Could you use Battle Royale as well? Because they're, well, they for all they know, they're going on a school trip and then they get chucked in.
1: Yeah, I'd say war. that. A
0: big war against each other. Yeah it's, yeah, it's mental. Bro. I suppose that's one. Um, another film I watched the first time last week. Um, did, did you I watched like, quite a few? So. Yeah, you've gone through. It. You've gone through Recent the horrors for last week, haven't
1: I? Yeah. Well, because you you didn't. You said you haven't watched horrors until you were much older. Did you? say so no, I had
0: a lot to catch up on. Yeah, no, I didn't at all. Um, I yeah, I, I refused to watch horrors until about four years ago. Um, did Did you uh, recognize Takeshi from
1: Takeshi's Castle in that film? No. Well, he's in that, and he actually makes bloody good films like Takeshi, if you look into his background. Oh, no. Just so you're aware, he's not just got a castle.
0: I used to watch Takeshi's Castle, but I just thought he was just like a made-up person. I didn't even realise that... No, it's him! He's like, yeah,
1: an ex-comedian. He's he's like a legend in Japan, Takeshi. Fair. Well...
0: And he's a legend to to me.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen some winners, where they shoot out the little water circles.
0: I (laughs) thought that if someone won it, they should have just ended it.
1: They just set fireworks off
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: It's a bit It's a bit Yeah
0: It's a bit of a damp squid actually Like oh. Oh, right, that. All right, there are like All right phrase damp squid It's funny <laughs> final feature the main feature main feature
1: an american werewolf in london 1981 directed by john landis um i've seen it before you hadn't seen it before this no.
0: this viewing um i um, um when you said last week an uh, american werewolf in london i was thinking of um michael j fox in team wolf oh right that's what you're thinking of yeah but I thought that that was this and I thought that that was in London it was just a big mistake <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I've never seen Team Wolf to be honest what a what a twist that would be unless he just starts playing basketball
0: yeah uh, um, I had no idea I thought that he went to London in, in Team Wolf but obviously i just
1: both 80s werewolf just, films
0: that's what I mean I've just put the two films together
1: that's fine, but no, I like this one. I've I've seen it before. Um, I think previously I'd given it three stars, so we'll see what happens this time on the, yeah. on the review. Um, but I have an initial question. Go on In then. general, do werewolves scare you?
0: No. They're probably the least scary of the mythical creatures. You know, like zombies, vampires, ghosts, which is, I'd say, werewolves at the bottom of the list. I'm not really scared of a werewolf. I'm, I'm, I'm as scared of a werewolf as I am scared of wolves. I'd say a mummy's the least scary. Yeah. Oh, they no, go, the, those no, guys. That, that, they're pretty scary though. I think a mummy. Hmm. Nah, a little bit. Yeah. What, okay. What about um, a knight? Like, Oh, I know. Yeah. Do like, you know like yeah. Scooby-Doo, like the armor, but there's no one in it?
1: Yeah. That's, no, that's not that scary, is it? No. Well, that's the least scary then. Well, a skeleton uh, walking around is not scary.
0: No, that's quite funny.
1: Yeah. Makes funny noises.
0: Yeah. Smiling. <laughs> Plays- all, always Smiling. Plays a xylophone on his ribs. <laughs> yeah. He's just your mate. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, but I'd, I'd put werewolves quite low down. Um, Do you find werewolves scary?
1: Um, not really, but then when I think about it, maybe. Like, when I think about Bigfoot, I find him scary, to be honest. Yeah. When you think about it, if you saw Bigfoot, you'd shit yourself.
0: If you see anything out of the ordinary like that, it's going to be scary. I don't sitting here now i'm not worried about little green aliens but i would do if they one walked in my house in the middle of the night so this is a film that is a comedy horror which you don't get too many of i've not seen too many comedy horrors
1: no but i've always liked i usually like them if i know it's going to be a horror comedy horror horror com- comedy whatever you want to call it um, I, I like it. I have to be told that it's going to be funny, though, because then I, if I don't know
0: it's meant to be a bit funny, I'm like, uh, is this meant to be funny or is it meant to be horrible? Sometimes. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. But this has become sort of like it's got like a cult status.
1: Yeah, and and it's called a comedy horror, but I'd say it's quite horrific. The horror bits in their side story, it yeah. gets pretty gruesome and pretty, yeah, well, not one not of nice the- to look at.
0: Uh, the film's directed by John Landis. I don't know a lot about John Landis. I know he did Blues Brothers and Coming to America and Animal House. Um, you, don't,
1: you don't know what he did on the Twilight Zone movie? No. He, uh, he directed the, a segment of the Twilight Zone movie and, and three people died on set. Oh. A helicopter crashed into them. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. Did he, did he direct it into them?
1: It was his fault, basically, because the children shouldn't have... It was two children as well, and a man. Um, they should not have been there. He allowed it to all happen, and he knew that the health and safety risks. And it actually made Steven Spielberg stop being friends with him and sort uh. of publicly saying, right, we need to put a stop to all these new Hollywood directors coming in and doing things. Um, uh. This this guy's a fool for what he's done. Uh. So I think that was the end of John Lannister's career, really. um famously
0: steven spielberg's always looking after his child actors whereas john landers puts them in (laughs) in danger
1: so the two main actors in this well the main male leads um sort of the main guy is david norton isn't he um so i think his his character's
0: called david yeah david Kessler. yeah i was about to say that yeah i like it when they do that yeah, it makes it easier for everyone, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: It's him and uh, Griffin Dunn, who plays Jack Goodman. Have you ever seen any of these guys in anything else?
0: No, and I believe that they were relatively unknown at the time of this coming out as well, weren't
1: they? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I obviously know Griffin Dunn from After Hours, but I can't think of much else he's been in. I really like After
0: Hours, he's good enough. So yeah, I, I really, I probably preferred Jack to David in this film.
2: That's his,
0: Proctor. All about here at moors. I go this way. Thanks for the ride, sir. You have lovely sheep. Boys, keep off the moors. Stick to the roads. The best of luck. Thanks again. I'm miss you. Bye, girls. The, the the film starts. It's the, those two two lads. Um, I don't know. They're backpacking across Europe, aren't they? So at the minute they're in. They're on the Yorkshire moors. I don't think that's somewhere for people to go, is it? I don't know why they're there, to be honest. No, do yeah, I, I don't really. know where You've, they're headed. If you go, if you if you live in America and you, and you want to go backpacking across Europe, you don't go there. Yeah, so they're just walking about aimlessly. Haven't got anywhere books. Don't even know if they're going to come across anywhere, do they? Really? Um, no. But they do. They come across a pub called the Slaughtered Lamb, um, and I thought it was probably one of the best representations of a British pub I've ever seen on film. You reckon? I reckon. <laughs> yeah. so, Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a,
1: it had the classic bit where they go in say something and everyone goes quiet and looks at them because that's actually happened
0: to me once in a yeah place. no yeah <laughs> if, if you go to any sort of pub that yeah. is in a small village that you're not from
1: did I tell you about that time I went to um, a pub in Denby with my granddad and my other family members no we were in Denbyshire and we were trying to look for something because he heard about this pub and it's on a really it's, it was something like the it was the something pub in Britain it was like the oldest pub in Britain or like the the most high up pub in Britain or something. Yeah. We wanted to go there. We got there. There was loads of adults in the garden, loads of kids, and the, they had like a back garden with loads of swings and stuff. They were like like laughing, all talking yeah. to each other. They all went completely silent, looked at us, and all ran inside. All of them ran inside the house, the adults, <laughs> the children, and then the, like the, the pub didn't open. We just we just left. It was bizarre.
0: What that, were they hiding?
1: I don't know, but it was insane. But that was. a ridiculous tangent anyway we'll go back to the film <laughs> where was that <laughs> in
0: like
1: yeah in Denbyshire somewhere I can't Christ. remember where
2: nice looking group hey listen at least it's warm in here look at that yeah what about it? it's a five pointed star well maybe the owners are from Texas
0: <laughs> remember the Alamo don't your pardon oh he was just joking
2: joking I remember the Alamo. I saw it once in London, in Leicester Square.
0: She means in the cinema. That film with John Wayne. Anyway, yeah, they're in the they're in the slaughtered lamb, and we're not going to do that thing where we run through the whole film. I, I hate it when we do that. Yeah, I do. Jaws. Yeah, um, That's shit. That <laughs> one in the wheeze. You may as well <laughs> just. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like an audio. Yeah, put our commentary over the film, and you can yeah. just watch along. But. Fortunately, the first scene in this film is, um, well, good. one of the first scenes is them in the pub, and it's a good one, so I want to talk about that scene. Um, and there's a dartboard, there's a chess board. Um, don't, see,
1: don't see many chess boards in pubs, these days?
0: No. Go on then, <laughs> who's the familiar face you saw in that room? There's Rick Mail in there, and there's also Brian Glover from Kez. And then they see the room of the Alamo, and then one of the fellows overhears and tells him a big joke about some fellas from UN members on a plane after the jokers they're all laughing they think they can ask them they say what's that pentagon for um and it all goes silent and they basically kick them out don't they it all goes south
1: in the north mm. um it but when sour in uh, when when americans are in like british settings they just seem a hundred times more american to me i don't know if that's the same for you i don't know what it is but yeah, i
0: have come across that, so much more American than they do when they're surrounded by other Americans. What I find mental is that I probably spent more of my time watching Americans on TV than I do any other sort of people. Well, yeah, you grew so, up with friends. Exactly, I, I probably watched Friends, yeah, probably more than anything else, and watching that is, is as normal as anything to me, but then if an American came round, I'd like they seem so american even though i'm very used to watching americans on tv and stuff like that i know yeah. what you mean yeah seeing them in, in our setting it they just seem a hundred times more american i wonder if we seem a hundred times more british to them i think i think there's a fascination with sort of america that was in there from a british sort of standpoint
1: yeah and it's
0: do. it's so similar to us but also so different
1: so um yeah basically they get told to 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 leave the pub, don't they? Because they're asking too many questions, and all the uh, the patrons are all a bit secretive and go a bit weird with them. Well, I don't um, think
0: they get asked to leave, do they? Actually, I think I got it wrong. They just say, "I think we should go." <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because he makes one uh, the darts player miss. Oh yeah, <laughs> you made me miss the board. I've never missed that board. He just goes, "Right, let's go." <laughs> yeah, um, and they do, um, and they're in the middle of nowhere again.
1: They get told to well, they get told to keep on the path down there. Keep on the road. Don't go in the moors. Yeah, beware the moon. What's going to happen?
0: How can you beware the moon if you're outside? There's nothing you can do about it. It's there. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Just close your eyes, pretend it's not. Block it with your hand.
1: Cut. Long story short, they start hearing um, quite a a horrifying sound. I'd say I would if I was heard that while I was walking through uh, the moors. I'd um, cack my pants.
0: Yeah.
2: Did you hear that? I heard that. What was it? Could be a lot of things. Yeah. The coyote. There aren't any coyotes in England. The hound of the Baskervilles. Pickles, Bill. Heathcliff. Heathcliff didn't howl. No, but he was on the moors.
1: <laughs> yeah, in this film, basically, they, they 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 see it, don't they, before we do, and they don't really react the way I'd expect. To react in that situation, they just go, Oh, he's quite big, isn't he? Is it a dog? And then they like sort of turn around and go, I don't know, I don't want to find out. They do like those little quips, don't they?
0: <laughs> well I don't know, do they see it? I thought they just heard it. They do see it. No, they oh, do. do they? Yeah, because
1: they can barely make it out, I think. Like, uh, they think it's a big dog. And then they start running. And then um main boy, David, falls over. Yeah. Um, then his and buddy And then they
0: start smiling again and they're like, Oh, you You scared the hell out of me and then helps him up. Yeah as if it's not happening anymore and then
1: yeah I wouldn't do that in a situation I'd just get up what
0: the fuck are you doing yeah get up you fucking idiot
1: because I hate any situation where I'm running from someone that I can't see or, or something like that that's why I, I get scared of sharks because I, don't, I wouldn't, wouldn't like to be swimming and I'd just see a thin behind me I'm like ah yeah this is some, I just don't
0: like
1: I don't like running when things are behind me
0: hate it it's like running up the stairs in the dark yeah
1: you don't yeah you just close your eyes and hope for the best jump on your bed yeah <laughs> knock out <laughs>
0: there but yeah so it turns out it's it's well, it's a werewolf um and it gets uh jack Um in a horrific fashion yeah, it, it rips and just shreds, and you jack, see it all yeah it does and then and obviously david starts running and then he realizes that oh i do have to go back for my friend so you can hear him screaming so he runs back jack! and um yeah jack, like? yeah jack's dead Um, And then he gets attacked by the werewolf then. Useless. Um, He was absolutely useless. He was useless, (laughs) but he would be. But before he can kill him, the the fellows from the pub come with the shotties uh, and they they shoot it and uh, they kill that werewolf. And then David's lying on the floor um, He's obviously... He didn't get bitten or anything by the werewolf. I think he probably just got a scratch and a bang on the head. A scratch on his face, yeah. yeah. And his chest, I think. And then he just looks to the side, and the we- it's not a werewolf anymore. It's just a man with loads of bullet holes in him. He wakes up in a in hospital. Like, in his- London? In miles London? Miles away from Yorkshire? Yeah.
1: Uh, why has he gone all the way
0: there? Stupid. Maybe he's a specialist sort of doctor. I don't know. Maybe they drove him to outside a hospital. They must far have. Far and far away. And yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Something, ditched him right. at the door sort of thing.
1: He's in he starts having these weird dreams one of them is really scared the shit out of me when he's just in that bed in the woods and then he does a close-up on him he's got those yellow eyes and massive teeth that <laughs> i forgot about that one and it really shit me up this time the one i the big one that a lot of people talk about is that nightmare where he's he's just in, he's back he's at back home, home in yeah. with his family and then, just out of nowhere, these mental wolf Nazi things just come in and just attack his whole family. They Im- immediately the shoot his dad, kill the, the mum, she gets shotgunned away. Um, and then the children get absolutely sort of murked by some machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he gets his neck slit. When well, they say I'm fine, he gets his neck slit. And, I, and when I first saw this film, I, I was just like, what in God's name is going on well, here? I just thought it was a flashback. I don't know what was going on because it, it doesn't even like, you don't even get the setup that he's in bed sleeping or anything. It just, it cuts to this scene, doesn't it, right? Yeah. Out, out of nowhere.
0: Um, yeah, it's very strange. A bit like Inception, you, know, you don't know how you get to these, you don't know how to how you get there, if you know what I mean, in a dream. You don't know how you get to that bit.
1: Yeah. And wasn't he, I swear he's talking about Nazis before, before he has this dream. And I then sure obviously, what, what he's seen is obviously they're wolf people and he, he saw his mate, well, he saw that wolf get shot, didn't he? So
0: yeah.
1: it's all, it all makes sense. Like sort of, you know, yeah. no but, it
0: does, but yeah, it's, it's a mental scene. That's it is mental, enough. but then also he
1: wakes up, and he's with the nurse played by Jenny Agatha. I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but yes. she's like, you all right? Oh, it's okay. I've got something to show you. And then she opens the curtains and another one of those bloody wolf Nazis jumps out. Stabs it. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, it is. Men- that cool? I've never seen a film where that happened before this one, where it's a dream within, a, like, it's a fake nightmare. And then he thinks he's awake and then it happens again. But it is quite a used trope, isn't it? In yeah. I remember it happening in cartoons a lot, but I don't remember it happening in any, any films I've seen. I don't know no. if you can think of any.
0: No, I've done it in real life though, when I've woken up from a horrible dream and I'm like, oh, phew. And I'll go downstairs and then the the dream's still going. I hate that. Yeah, I hate it. The mind's playing tricks on the internet. The mind's flying.
2: Hello? Have you been up long? I've just had a nightmare. Not to worry, I've just the thing.
0: That, yeah, it is a very strange scene, but you start to sort of see the first bit of sort of visual, sort of special effects in that, though, don't you? Obviously, because the the I don't know Nazi dogmen or whatever they are. Um, I think <laughs> really Rick Baker plays the one that slits his throat. By the way, I think
1: yeah, he does. Yeah, the uh, guided all, there, yeah. guided all the effects. Rick Baker, he plays the yeah the guy slits his throat, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, and it's quite gory scene as well. It's like there's a lot of blood in it.
1: There is yeah, it's all weird, the all
0: like noise. squealing noises that the the dog men are making when they're running away when they like the fire by the fireplace they, I think they like the kids on fire or something and they just they like sort of run away squealing it's, it's insane it it's just insane. mental
1: and then he squeals when he jumps out of the curtain on the, on the second yeah night like there. a big but, squeal sort of
0: thing isn't it really yeah
1: it's scary but that, that when I was thinking about this film when I was going to recommend it last week on the spot I thought, yeah, that'd be funny, just to, just for that scene, just to make Jake go, what the hell is going on? Because yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's the scene I always think about when I think about this film, to be honest, for some reason. because it, um, Well, and obviously the big scene, there's so much I'm sure we'll talk about, but that
0: that was the the second scene I think about during this film. It did seem very random in there, but yeah. it obviously made sense when
1: the yeah film
0: sort of goes on. You realise that he's obviously becoming a werewolf.
1: Just his subconscious talking to him. Maybe it's the wolf trying to get out, maybe, I don't know.
0: The the sort of subplot then is he's starting to fall for the nurse, isn't he? Al- nurse Alex Price. Yes. Could be a relation of mine. Could be. Uh, played by Jenny Agata. Um I don't know her from anything other than cold midwife.
1: Yeah, and he, and he's obviously you know immediately flirting with her when his mate's just been slaughtered in front of him. Yeah. How's he how's he playing silly Buggers flirting in the hospital <laughs> with this woman <laughs> so soon after his mate's? Done. Well,
0: he wakes up three weeks later. They say that oh, your your parents are notified or whatever. Your mate's dead. Uh, he's at his funeral and stuff and then, yeah, he tries to crack on with the nurse straight away. Um, and um, it's in hospital as well when he starts seeing Jack come back.
1: Oh yeah. Like the okay.
0: undead Jack. Um, yeah. which is, I thought was very creepy. There's especially Hopefully. later on when he sh- shuts the mirror. Obviously, when people shut the mirror, there's going to be something behind oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another classic movie horror the films. <laughs> when I'm in the bathroom at night and I shut the mirror, it's, I'm always expecting someone behind me. Of course I am. Yeah. Um, but that bit was that bit made me jump anyway. Ah! You're not real. I
2: don't be a putz, David. Come
1: here. I like that we get more of uh, Griffin Dillon in this one, because as I said, I do like him as an actor and I do need to watch him on things, but um, yeah, he's funny unless he's sort of yeah, he is the main comedy elements come from him, really. So sort of, really,
0: there was meant Which- to be a scene in this um, where he eats a bit of toast and it falls out his neck because obviously he's got killed yeah. by a werewolf while they're ripping his neck, but they had to take it out because it would have increased the sort of the age rating too much. Oh, right, yeah, Let's yeah, get rid of it. But the the the, <laughs> the special effects are look pretty good, like the bits of like dangling flesh on his neck and like so. Far, it's it's quite grim, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he's quite. Whoever, do you know anything else that, that Rick Baker's done? Because he's quite good at all all the stuff, isn't he?
0: Um, I think he did The Exorcist. I think he has something to do with the original Star Wars as well. Um, but this is just wow. what Google's told me quickly. I don't know what he did on either of those things. Maybe he just did a little bit. But I think the most famous thing he did directly from this was yeah. Thriller the music video oh yeah. yeah do you know when you see Jack in the nurse's apartment and he's sort of a more decomposed sort of corpse I was thinking when I first saw that I was thinking he looks like one of the zombies from Thriller and then obviously afterwards when I looked it up I realised that Michael Jackson thought the exact same thing he oh, right. <laughs> thought he'd look good in the music video yeah
1: because I was thinking that yeah and when he's in the cinema I think he looks most like uh, Michael Jackson from Thriller and yeah then- because in Thriller, isn't there a... Is that what that gift's from, where he's eating the popcorn, Michael Jackson? Yeah. That, but yeah, fact about that, Rick Baker, I think him and... What's he called? John Landis were thinking about doing... He wanted to do a werewolf film for ages, weren't they? Yes. Um, and then I think that Rick Baker had sort of given up on the idea, so he went and did The Howling, another werewolf film. Yes. That came out the same year, nine eighty one. John Landis said he got the green light for The American Werewolf in London as he was sort of... Uh, Rick Baker was working on The Howling. So he called him up and he was like, what the hell were you doing that for? You meant to be doing the werewolf film for me. And then, like, because Rick Baker had used most of his ideas for the American werewolf in l- London for the howling, basically. Yeah. Um, so, But then he eventually just gave the word to someone else and went and did the John Landis's film, didn't he?
0: Oh, well, there you go. Well, it paid off for him because the transformation scene in this where David goes from being David to being a werewolf is even though I'd never seen this film I've seen sort of clips of that transformation scene before it's quite famous yeah. wasn't it it's like the fly Do you when um, oh yeah when he starts becoming the fly <laughs> the only two transformation scenes I can think of <laughs> um, yeah but yeah no it's it's really good and it's all sort of special effects sort of visual effects and all of it's there's no there's not a computer in sight sort of thing it's, there's nothing digital about it mm-hmm.
2: Jesus Christ! Without a God! What? Oh, oh! I'm burning
0: up! Oh, oh! God! Fire! We made by clay and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, his hand is just a prop hand with a stick inside it, and then they just push the stick up. And obviously it stretches the hand out.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, it is very good. Especially that way where his sort of face moves forward and it becomes like a snout.
0: Yeah, I think, again, that's just like a mask and they just sort of put their hand through it.
1: Yeah, because I think think that, um, you know, Rick Baker spent months and months and months working on that. And then when he finally got to the day of filming, it literally took seven seconds to film. And then he was like, oh, what? All that work (laughs) literally just for that. Yeah. But then when he when he saw the final film, he was like, "Oh right, actually, that is mint, because everyone everyone in the audience like reacted to that bit the most, I think."
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, and it's the bit that has lasted like a like I say before, I'd seen this film and seen that bit, so yeah. And I think
1: that's like sort of the face on the on one of the old covers as well. That bit uh, where he looks like that werewolf is was one of the the way the way the werewolf looked on one of the covers from what I remember seeing yeah, in blockbuster sort of when I was mid, young.
0: <laughs> mid transformation, then
1: yeah. Yeah, that's the face I, I recognise from.
0: Because when he story. actually becomes the wolf, he does he does just look like a big dog, doesn't he? I that think it great. was based on someone's dog, actually. It was based on a quiche hound. K-E-I-S-H hound. And if you have a look at it, they do look a bit like that. They
1: it's look nice. Cool. They look like big Pomeranians.
0: They do, yeah. But if you gave them sort of red eyes and blood all over their mouth, then... Yeah, fair enough. Speaking of the subway scene, though, that I think was a good scene. Um, I think it's a very British scene when he gets off the the tube and he hears somebody. Is someone there? I'll oh, be yeah. reporting this. I can assure you that this is in, in, not a, a bit amusing or something. He's just very British, isn't he? Yeah, um, very
1: upper sea man, isn't he? Yeah, walking around businessman. Yeah. So he, he goes after a few people, doesn't he? That that poor couple. Um, yeah, on the way to a they party. Were, they're gonna go to a party and the, the Harry, the I wrote down his name for some reason, the fella in the couple, was being very mischievous, wanting to give his friend a scare and go round the back. <laughs> if he hadn't have done that, it, they would have been alright. But yeah, well,
0: I think he bloody deserved it then.
1: Uh, they're all right them too.
0: Yeah, they were alright to be fair. Uh,
1: but he doesn't the well it's nice that the wealth doesn't target a specific demographic of people as well. He goes from like uppity businessmen, like a, a middle class, maybe maybe upper class couple. Um three tramps. three homeless guys, yeah. <laughs> and I have a question about those homeless men. Why were old tramps standing around a bonfire in a bin so popular in films all the time, in eighties films? I don't and, know. And the, you never see that in London. Maybe in New York.
0: Yeah. The, but that you wouldn't see those guys in the London. The oil drum on fire sort of thing.
1: Yeah. So it's a big I've never seen that in real life.
0: Apparently their deaths were quite gruesome and they had to get cut that out as well because it was too gruesome for the rating they were going for.
2: There. Who's there? That's not Winston. No, there. What Mary, Mother of God.
0: Three big scenes. I suppose we still haven't talked about, uh, and one of the scenes is in the 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 X-rated movie theater. Yeah. Um, on Piccadilly Circus. And there's obviously a porno movie playing. Um, yeah. Because they're in an X Rated Theatre, which is quite strange. But you get sort of lured in there, doesn't he, by the, the ghost of, of Jack or the undead Jack. Um, and he's sat in there and Jack sort of convincing him to try and kill himself. Because basically, if he kills him, David kills himself, then the curse is broken and there's no more werewolves, basically. There's no more killing going on. So to try and convince him, he has all the people that he killed on his mad rampage um, appear to sort of convince him to kill himself as well, which is quite strange, but it's quite a good scene. Um, And they're all just listing off different ways to kill yourself. Um, (laughs) And then that couple you mentioned earlier, they're quite cheery considering they're dead.
2: The gun! I know where you can get a gun. Don't I need a silver bullet or something?
0: Oh, be serious, would you?
2: Madness. Oh, a gun will be good. Yes, you just put the gun to your forehead and pull the trigger. But well, if you put it in your mouth, you'd be sure not to miss. Thank you. You're all so thoughtful.
1: A knife. An electric shock.
2: A car crash.
1: You could throw yourself in front of a tube. Yeah, I like them. Um, but that porn film that's playing, what is going on? That's obviously meant to be funny as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because it is ridiculous what happens in that. Like, I just didn't really say note of it. What well it's just weird A that blo- obviously two people are going at it then a bloke comes in and then the woman he says what are you doing I thought I told you, you something and then the, the, the man who's obviously involved with the woman says I I don't know what you mean and he goes, not you and then the <sighs> woman goes I've never met you in my life and he goes oh sorry and then just leaves
0: the I don't think I heard that and
1: then, and then later on in the porn film she gets a phone call and she goes no sorry I think you got the wrong number and just hangs up it's like just ridiculous things that happen in this film.
0: That is funny. Um,
1: but yeah, if you, if you watch it again, look out for the porn film, because it's yeah. funny.
0: Well, this film was filmed in like sequence order, so the porn film was the first film that they filmed.
2: Not you, you Twitter! I've never seen you before in my life. Oh, sorry. Good
0: movie. But anyway, um, I think that's a good scene. And obviously he transforms again, um, goes on a fucking mad rampage around Piccadilly Circus. Um, yeah,
1: that's that's absolutely carnage around when he when he gets out of
0: the yeah it does the, he goes mental. That's all well rehearsed though, as well with all the cars crashing into each other and stuff like that. I can imagine it took him quite a while to to film that correctly. It is mad. Apparently, they only had like um, permission to do like two hours a night for three nights or something to film all that.
1: Oh, did they? And it was it was obviously filmed on location, actually, there. Not on the yeah, set, yeah. was it?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I think they won the police over by taking them to like a private viewing of one of uh, John Landis's films, and they were like, that was great. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll do you a favour, we'll give you a permit then. And then they had to stop traffic once or twice, which is quite cool, considering it's Piccadilly Circus, but they did it like three in the morning. So, Oh, fair enough. The music in the film. There's just about five different covers of Blue Moon.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's those Blue Moon, and then <laughs> um, all, every song has Moon in it, doesn't it?
0: And, and then there's so. Bad Moon Rising, cre- Creedence Clearwater. Yes, Bible. that's one. The only
1: other scene I can think of, really, is that scene where he obviously ends up in the zoo, and then yeah. he has to find a way of getting home fully naked, um, and then he comes across a, a, a little boy with balloons. Yeah. Um... And says, come here. Well, you can't see him. He's in the bush. And he goes, come over here, kid. (laughs) Then steals his balloons. And then the kid goes up to his mum and says,
2: A naked American man stole my balloons.
1: There's a few funny kids in this film, like the little boy in the hospital that just says no.
0: No all the time, yeah.
1: I liked him. He was good. Yeah. Um, Any more side characters that you can think of that you liked?
0: Um...
1: I've got one. Go on. Well, it's not one I liked specifically, he's, he's in it very briefly,
0: but Frank Oz is in this film. He is, yes. Is he Mr. Collins he plays?
1: Yeah, and he's from like some embassy, is he like the American embassy ambassador or something, just come to see if he's alright or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. I can hear the Yoda in his normal voice, I can yeah. hear it just slightly, ever so slightly, and a little Miss Piggy, obviously, and Miss Piggy obviously features in this film. Yes. Um. So that must have been a little bit of a homage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can, if you listen to Frank Oz's voice, you can hear the Yoda
0: in his voice. I think that the, the, the Muppet Show episode was like an unreleased episode. So a lot of people who watched this film thought that it was filmed for this, but it wasn't. It was just an unreleased episode.
1: Yeah, it was It was like never
0: shown in, in America. Yeah. So it's maybe that's American how they voice. got access. Yeah, so maybe that's how they got access for it. Maybe Frank Oz.
1: Yeah, maybe, yeah. Cause, and <laughs> M- Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog are actually credited as themselves, aren't they? Because <laughs> that's obviously never featured in... In anything,
0: yeah, so they have so to credit, they had them. To credit. <laughs> as if,
1: yeah. if it was their first time. Show that, so, yeah, because yeah, I saw the credits and then I was like, "What the? F- why are they credited in this as themselves? They're not real people."
0: Do you know we've talked about before films that just finish suddenly?
1: Yes, I was going to say that about this film. Yeah, as well, yeah.
0: <laughs> when they just swim to safety. Um, the Shining when he's just the film just sort of ends. You don't really know what happens after. Yeah, this film. Finishes right in the bloody middle of it, really. Um,
1: yeah. Spoiler just alert.
0: Should we do spoiler alert? We can do.
1: I'm sure people wouldn't listen to this if they had not already watched it. Really. Yeah. But if you haven't watched it, you spoiler spoil alert.
0: Ending. He gets shot by the police uh, and killed. Um, he That's- gets cornered, doesn't he? Uh, basically, and, and nurse Alex runs to the sort of through the police to to walk up to him, um, thinking that she can sort of talk to him. Um, yeah. But when he goes to lunge for her, because obviously he's a werewolf, he doesn't, doesn't see her, he's yeah. not in his right mind. Uh, he gets shot and killed, and he, he just he's back to the man again on the floor. Uh, and then it just ends with a, a really doo-wop sort of version of Blue Moon.
1: Yeah, it does. That's quite uh, jarring, in it, when that place?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. It is depressing. It's a depressing ending, but I think, I don't know if this is true, maybe it's meant to be a bit like King Kong, because that's what sort of happens in that. He just yeah, gets killed at the end,
0: is I think a lot of people have accused John Landis of not sort of fully finishing the writing for this film
1: yeah because it is a bit like it just he escapes the cinema everything goes mental and he just gets shot really quickly like yeah it's not i wouldn't have had that ending to be honest if I'd have it. i, I had made
0: i think a lot of critics when it came out at the time sort of said that it was a bit lazy in you know a lot of in certain ways i mean yeah. I, I don't necessarily think it was but the ending was a bit abrupt
1: um, it said, it did seem a bit rushed um, I'm surprised it got past like sort of test audiences, to be honest, if they could yeah. do that. Because I would have, in my little sheet that they were giving, they're do something else at the end, please.
0: Yeah. The whole of London, like, I mean, they might have heard rumours of werewolves and sort of urban legends and stuff like that beforehand, but a, a, good, a good hundred people have just seen this werewolf, including every police officer that's just shot it. Yeah. Now, and then they see him turning back into a man. The world now believes in werewolves, and we don't see <laughs> yeah. anything about it.
1: Well, there was um, there's a sequel, isn't there? in American Werewolf in Paris. I've never watched
0: it, but no, I wonder I've not seen if it. They Tackle that sort of side it was, of things. I think it was rated very poorly.
1: Yeah, it's meant to be shite. Um, but it was one of when I was little for some reason. When I watched around Blockbuster, American Werewolf in Paris, the cover of that used to scare me for some reason. Oh. do
0: you have know any films that used to scare you? Yes, um, the the cover of uh, Hellraiser. Oh, pinhead! With all the pins in his head. Yeah, like it didn't. It sort of scared me,
1: but it made me feel uncomfortable. It made me itch a bit. That's um, terrifying. I and remember obviously,
0: I... specifically seeing it one night um, and then staying over at my auntie's house and her house, we used to say was haunted. Yeah. Um, and being awake from nine o'clock at night when I got put to bed until six o'clock in the morning when I heard someone stirring. I remember lying there wide awake, thinking about Pinhead. <laughs> Oh boy. The entire night, sweating as well, probably. We'll tear your soul apart. <laughs> well, apparently, when they were sort of negotiating, because obviously you have to have permits and stuff to make films in the UK if you're not from the UK, like work permits and all that sort of stuff. Um, but the, the, I don't know, the, the British... Work permits people. I don't know what they're called. Um, Would only grant government. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Would only grant three, so they'd only give one to John Landis, Rick Baker, and David Norton. Um, I think it was David Norton. And I think they said something like Griffin Dunn. Like he doesn't have to be. You can do his scene somewhere else or something. No, I think
1: they um, said like they. You can just cast an American who already lives in Britain to play. Yeah, just, yeah, that was it. Yeah, Jack. just
0: cast an American. Yeah, that already lives in Britain. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. You've seen this trivia then
1: yeah I'm just, I'm just having a chat with you about it
0: <laughs> but anyway yeah so um, but they were saying that right okay if you have got to be like that then we'll call it American Werewolf in Paris and we'll film it there instead uh, and then they soon, soon changed their ways and they went yeah alright you can have a permit
1: yeah just being awkward for awkward sake weren't they really
0: What was your overall uh, rating for this film then? So
1: when I originally watched it in like twenty eighteen, I think it was. I think I gave it three out of five. But on this revisit on Letterbox, I gave it four out of five. Whoa. I don't know what it, I just. I don't know. I've seen a lot of films since then, and I think this one is an eighty horror film that does everything in it well. Like the effects are good. Yeah, the end is a bit rushed, and it. But but, but that's fine.
0: It was enjoyable, wasn't it? Which is the the, the sole purpose of films, isn't it? Really yeah um, I did have
1: yeah I enjoyed it this time I don't know what was wrong with me the first time to make me
0: give it a three misery arse it's Edgar Wright's one of Edgar Wright's favourite films when I was watching it I was trying to think of what other comedy horrors what a bizarre sort of, then Shaun of the Dead's probably one of yeah. the biggest ones I can think of no yeah I I, th- I gave it a three and a half which as you say is a standard rating for me but it's basically, <laughs> it basically means I enjoyed it a lot but yeah I don't know I think Letterboxd should do out of ten I'm sorry I know well, it's too late to change it now, but I think they should should have done it out of 10 because a lot can't. more things, because this is more of a 6.5 for me, not um, yeah. a 10. No, maybe it was a 7. No, I don't know. But yeah, no, I did like it. 3.5, um, thoroughly enjoyed. But also, yeah, a lot of things I think, like the ending was a bit rushed. David Norton's acting wasn't great, um, but the special, the visual effects were, were, were brilliant considering yeah. it was all done. Basically that's, by claymation, it's done in the same way as Wallace and Gromit really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why yeah, that's what everyone talks about, isn't it? The, the special effects are now some of the best I've ever seen. Still even now, like they compare to newer films, they're yeah. like still that's why yeah, it's good with practical effects they'll always look good, won't they? Like whenever I watch the original The Thing. I think that that looked bloody good with the little alien and all that because they're all practical in that. And yeah. I think we should get back to it already because well, when think... I watched the remake of the thing or the prequel, whatever it was, that looks awful. The
0: CGI and that. Well, um, I like obviously the original Star Wars films. It was all like model stuff mostly, um, and all practical effects. And then when. Like Phantom Menace and all that sort of came out. It 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 looked all CGI and it all just looked looked fake and didn't look real at all. So then when they started making the like the Force Awakens and stuff, as as awful as I think those films were, they went back a little bit and did sort of the visual effects of like the practical effects again, yeah. um, especially with like the characters and stuff. Like yeah, if you look at Phantom Menace, Jar Jar Binks looks ridiculous. He does. Um, Bless him. He does, yeah. Blair, when, bless his cotton socks. When they did the the, the sort of newer Star Wars films, they, they went back to their roots a little bit, and I think that it was much better. Uh, but the film was just shit.
1: Yeah, but it, in the new ones, I, yeah, it does mostly look good. But then Yoda pops up and he's a puppet, and you're like, oh, that looks bloody daft.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
1: Um, but anyway, let's pop this in the list then. Where would you put it? I haven't even got the list in front of me.
0: So um, I'm going to put it one above Thelma and Louise. Yeah. So between, so you got The Shining, Jaws, Soon Pro, Ryan, Willy Wonka, Mulholland Drive, Gold Goldfinger, Finger. then section, then American Werewolf.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: So it's so just... it's it's currently sat eighth.
1: So American Werewolf in London is the eighth best film of all time at the moment. The Shining is still number one.
0: Is there going to be a film that's going to top The Shining? Do you think? Maybe. Depends. Hmm. <laughs> on a number it of depends. factors. It does depend on the number of factors. Um do you know what we're gonna watch next week then? Nah. Alright then. Alright, see ya. See ya.
1: Don't um, be joking, yes please. I genuinely don't know again. We've started this not telling each other before recordings now, which is it, it is exciting, I'm gonna say. I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Really, well, this next week then we're gonna watch a Naughties film um and it's a film i've never seen um and you're gonna be quite surprised that i've never seen it because you'd have thought well oh, i would have thought everyone's seen this uh, especially someone of our age um, um it's a children's film oh i was gonna guess a children's film then when you said all that go on it's a pixar film
1: oh hang on i might have got it <laughs> what
0: would you think i was thinking monsters inc no oh wally
1: Wally!
0: <laughs> yep, well, like, I've never seen it, <laughs> but I always see it as like a really highly rated film, and I always think, think to myself, what's so good about it? So I'm going to find out in the next week.
1: Oh, that's good. Well, I like Wally.
0: Should I re-record the last bit? I think I should.
1: If you
0: want, didn't sound like a human being. I was holding my breath. No, we'll also continue our top three segment. Boom.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll also continue with our top three segment, where we will discuss our picks from seemingly innocent trips. No!
1: <laughs> no!
0: It just fell through a hole in the floor. Um, Let me drink
1: my water. I'll put it down.
0: Then. Right. Gone. We'll also continue with our top three segment, where we will discuss our picks for seemingly in in and <laughs> oh,
2: no.
0: I can't say it. Seemingly innocent trips away. I can't say it.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll also con- oh. We'll also continue with our top three segment, where we will discuss our picks for our. Se- I <laughs> can't say it. I can't say it. I can't say it. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, Awful We'll also continue with our top three (laughs) We'll also continue with our top three segment I just can't do it Oh no (laughs) Uh,
1: We'll also continue with our top three segment where we will I can't remember the rest of it, I was trying to do
0: it then We'll also continue with our top (laughs) three Right, I'll do it We'll also continue with our top three segment where we will discuss our picks for seemingly innocent trips away that in one way or another go terribly wrong. That's it. That's yeah, all. Yeah, that one. Yeah, then you put in the noise, don't you?
2: Boom. <clears throat> Boom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I was uh, watching this bit, I, I sort of saw them a little bit as like me and you when we were like 17. I can imagine this sort of thing would happen to us. I don't know why. It obviously wouldn't, and it never did, but I don't know, it just... Well, did it not happen, Drake? Let's not talk about that. But it seems like our bloody luck.
1: I want to talk about it. I want to share our story. Go on, then. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to think we're mad, Callum. (laughs) (laughs) One night, when we were about 18 or 19, maybe a bit older, don't know, I can't remember. No, we were definitely... We were walking home from town... Um, I had a backpack on for some reason, and it was making a lot of noise. Unbeknownst to us, um, that was what the noise. We we heard a noise and was like, "What the hell's that?" And it sounded like something going, <laughs> It was my backpack at the end, but we ran all the way home because we were terrified of that noise. And then when we got to my house, I went, "Oh, it was my backpack all along!" And we laughed about it. But that was just the fake jump scare in the film. Yeah, then we heard heard rustling above us. Both looked up. And there was some sort of creature on the roof next yeah, door to my
0: house. It's with just, massive it's, eyes. It just sounds like a big lie. <laughs>
1: it's not a lie. We both saw <laughs> it.
0: We did. And then you ran into your house and I ran all the way
1: home. He ran all the way home. I thought he was going to kill me because I was like struggling to get my keys out of my pocket. And I'm like and it was like a proper horror film, but they yeah, fell it out of my hand and everything. I don't know And I kept looking back and it was going.
0: I don't know if it was doing that. Well, maybe it wasn't, but. <laughs> really scared the shit out of me. I think it just it's a really noise sound a bit like a laser beam, I don't know. Yeah. And I think it was an owl. I think it might have been an owl, but it also looked like a panther a bit.
1: It didn't look <laughs> a panther. Um, but if you type in scary owl, it it does a lot of that. But it could have been anything. That yeah. no one believes that it happened, but it did.
0: No, yeah, it definitely did. <sighs> um,
1: but I was getting I was thinking about that during this opening of this film quite a lot, li- uh, quite a lot, really. Cause yeah, yeah, maybe we were, we was, we were laughing and joking
0: and about it. Yeah. Cause we were my, just like, <laughs> but then oh, it's my bag. Like, Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm all worked up now talking about that. Yeah. I'm going to have to Google scary owl.
1: Well, I told you about that film kill joy, haven't I? With a clown.
0: Yes. That's terrifying.
1: Killjoy is a 2000
2: oh. fantasy film starring Anne Hall Vargas, Vera Yell and Lee Marks. Three youngsters encounter an evil clown. The film is one hour and 12 minutes long. The movie has a rating oh, really? of 2.7 out of 10 on IMDb based on around 2,100 votes and is rated R. Very
1: good, Rain. Thanks, Alexa. <laughs>
0: yeah, trying to butt in on our podcast. Yeah, do you want to do yeah, Come sit down by me if you want. Yeah, <laughs> make come your on. own. Um, ridiculous. What, what did she think you asked? I don't know. <laughs> started talking she heard me (laughs) she knew what I was talking about Uh, that was weird wasn't it that was ridiculous she's done that before what would she do if she's unplugged at the wall
1: I keep hearing her talking upstairs while I'm downstairs (laughs) so it's really freaking me out (laughs) I don't (laughs) like
0: it (laughs) she's been unplugged at the wall the whole time